1: All right. Hello, everybody. Jono from the course creator community. I can't wait to get into this week's episode. Just before I do, I want to mention for everyone out there that is still creating their course, or even if you haven't started creating your course yet, before you go any further, I actually have a free guide or a free mini course, which is all about how to create your first online course. So if you're in that position there, um, go and register for that course. It's free and it'll show the system that I recommend. Okay. I'll put the the link down in the show notes. It'll be something like, you know, how to create your free online course. Uh, go and check it out. Anyway, let's get to today's episode. I am super excited because we have an awesome guest this week, all the way from Utah. A uh, little bit about this person. She's an Instagram expert. So she's an Instagram marketing genius for coaches. Her specialty revolves around helping coaches attract clients on Instagram with ease via um, their content and a good content marketing strategy. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Molly Mansky. Molly, how are you?
0: Hi, I am doing well, and I'm very grateful to be here.
1: Awesome, we're grateful to have you here, Molly. I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us?
0: Yes, I do. Um, so something I've always gone by. It was a quote I heard randomly somewhere, and ever since then, I just loved it and I just live by it. And it was something that's it, it goes something like this. Um. Sorry. Yeah. So it's something I go by ever since I started my business, and it's nobody knows what they're doing. That's why you can do everything, or that's why you can do anything, rather. And I like that so much because when I first started my business, the thing that kind of stopped me, or kind of stopped me from starting a business in at all was because I felt like an imposter. I felt like I wasn't qualified to do something. But what I realized was nobody is born just knowing how to do something. Right? You you need to do in order to actually know how to do it. To become an expert, you have to you learn by doing. Obviously, if you're a doctor or anything like that, it's different. You do have to go to school. You can't just be a self-proclaimed doctor. But when it comes to like having a business, the only way to be an expert is to actually do it. And so that's been my main mo- mantra and what's helped me actually start my business and keep going.
1: Yes. Love that in a few different ways. I like it. The first part of it, cause it, I guess it forces a bit of creativity as well. It's not like, all right, cool. I'm going to start a business, so I need to do exactly what Jono's doing, step by step, because that's how you run a business. It's like, nah, you know, you can create however whatever you want your business to look like, and then you base it on that. And then I like the the fact that no one's an expert to start with as well, because you hit it on the head. You get better by doing things, and there's many different ways to to do it. But you're always getting better, and even at, at its most simple level, if someone's starting off and they're like, "Oh, I want to put a course together, but you know, I'm not an expert. I don't know if I can do it." Like one thing I'd recommend is even just go and help help people out for free. It's like, all right, yeah. cool. You think you have got a skill set? Go and get ten people. Go and help them out for free. Right? Is providing you get that result. Now you've got some social proof. Now you've got some testimonials, and you only need to be one step ahead of the the people that you're you're teaching anyway. Right? So I, I, I love that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's actually how I started too, where I worked for free mm. until I gained that experience and until I got those testimonials, and that helped me be way more comfortable with what I was doing. And then slowly, I was able to charge and feel even more and more like an expert. Um, and that's also what helped me as well is what you said about having that or just needing needing to be one step ahead of somebody because it's truly mm-hmm. really all it takes. And we often don't realize how much we actually know until we talk to someone who doesn't actually know anything at all
1: yeah 100% it's like i'll give an example of that so i'm more a facebook person than than an instagram person right and you know i was i was at a webinar and you know the person was teaching and it was super basic you know it was like hey you know make sure you optimize your your personal facebook profile and you know put a nice display photo there and you can put your cover banner there and you know have your links down the side and i'm like this is so basic And everyone else is like, this is amazing. This is so cool. I never thought I could do this sort of stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, there's people all along the spectrum. And then sometimes, like, like from a beginner side of thing now, if the beginner's thinking, oh, I'm not good enough to coach these people, sometimes they're better off with a beginner coach. Because it's kind of like if someone's going too high level and they don't have the basics, like, it's not even going to work. So. I love that. Uh, but hey, I'd love to get into today's topic, Molly, which is all about content that's going to attract clients. I want to mention as well, we're probably going to go on this podcast maybe 20, 25 minutes. Um, if you want to hear more about Molly, I recommend checking out her Instagram. I'll put the link down in the bio. And she's got a specific freebie on there as well, which is her ultimate content strategy guide. So if there's anything we don't have time to, to cover on the um, the episode now, head over to our Instagram, even do it now. If you're on your phone, you listen to the podcast, go and follow Molly at Molly Mansky or hit the link in the show notes, get her content guide. So you've got the the guide there as well as the podcast. Uh, But I'm going to hand it over to you here, Molly. Let's just, I'll paint a bit of a picture and let's, let's say an imaginary client someone comes to you they're a course creator they're an expert at what they do they want to use instagram to get more clients but they don't know what to post they've posted a couple selfies and if they're anything like me they'll probably lose followers if they post selfies they've maybe <laughs> posted their breakfast a couple times you know that didn't get them any clients what's point number one what's the first thing this person would have to do
0: the very first thing when you create a piece of content is you need to understand the goal behind your post. So if you're posting, you know, a selfie or your breakfast, I mean, unless you're you're maybe a a nutritional coach, the breakfast thing might work. But if not, then there's no way to know what the goal or the outcome is going to be from posting that. So it's really important that you understand those main purposes. And the main purposes that I talk about in my guide, especially is going to be post for growth, posts for personal brand or like nurturing type posts and then posts for sales. And then when you do that, you can really understand, okay, how is this post going to actually bring me this outcome? And it really helps you attain or uh, yeah, attain the goals that you're wanting to achieve because you have an actual plan and an actual strategy.
1: Gotcha. Let's even spend a minute on on those three things there. So you uh when we post molly you recommend we to do it for growth brand or sales is that right
0: right yes
1: can you give us a bit of a one-on-one on, on each one of those what posting yes. for growth what does that mean what type of posts are we doing
0: yeah of course so on instagram there are many ways to grow you can grow by engagement you can grow um by doing collaborations. And my favorite is going to be content. And that's what I focus on the most because you can get growth from your content alone in many different ways. And so you need to understand how that will actually bring you followers. So the way I do it is you have your reels and you have your carousels and single posts. Those are the three sort of types of posts that you can actually create aside from like the videos or what used to be IGTVs. So what you need to understand is what you're best at. And then you also need to understand what bring, like how each one brings you followers individually. Cause they, all, they all have their own algorithm. Um, so reels is a really good opportunity to s- get seen by like a bigger audience than you ever could before on Instagram. Mm. So that's why there's such a hype around it. It's grown so many accounts. And so whenever I think what's my growth strategy, I first think of reels, I think, I'm going to optimize more reels this week. And because I know that this is what gets me more visibility. And another thing is, and so that's how it, that works. It pretty much will get pushed out to just multiple people based off of what Instagram thinks your niches or your niche audience is.
1: They show it to new people, right? If I'm on Instagram, you know, right. if I just scroll through my feed, it's mainly people that I already follow. You know, if I go to reels, it's people yeah. I've never, ever heard of, but it's stuff that I like because Instagram is smart enough. To be like, well, this guy likes this sort of stuff. Let's show him more of this stuff.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And Reels, yeah, Reels gets pushed out to the new people almost immediately. Mm. Whereas every other content, like you can get seen eventually, maybe on hashtags or on the explore page. Yeah. But Reels has its own sort of algorithm where it's just going to get pushed out to people. And then as watched, as people continue watching it, if you have a high watch time rate, then it gets pushed to more people and then it just goes on.
1: I think it's um, like from a user side of it, cause I'm not really an Instagram poster, but I, I'm an Instagram user, you know, and it's like, I never just check out that explore page. I never just like, Oh, what's going on random on explore. And I never just check out hashtags, you know, I wonder who's hashtagging right. fitness, but reels. It's a, it's a tab on its own. You know, I'll click it and you, you can't stay on there for only one reel. You know, if you hit that button, you're at least five minutes on reels, right?
0: exactly yeah because you have to It's kind of the endless scrolling thing where you have to consume it yeah they're usually short
1: you know so five minutes of reels it's like 20 25 different people's content that i'm consuming
0: let's take a quick break
1: Right now.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why it does so well is because it's so much easier to consume. Cause you're right. I don't personally go through hashtags and look through hashtags.
1: Unless it's all. very specific. Unless People I'm like, do
0: that, surprisingly, but yeah, not everyone does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like it's kind of like I, I will sometimes like if I'm looking for something specific. I'll go via a hashtag. Oh, I need to find an Instagram expert. Let me hashtag Instagram expert, you know? I want to yeah. find a podcaster. I'll do that. You know, but it's like for a very specific reason. And also yeah. I'm against a very specific person. I'm looking for something, you know? It's like, exactly. but everyone, like my mom would look at reels. My mom wouldn't search hashtags and explore or whatever, <laughs> right? Reels is for everyone, you know.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. And that's exactly why I feel that it's done so well, especially because it's like a really quick way to consume information. Yeah. And, and as humans, we're very, uh, we don't, we have a short intention span. So we want to consume things quickly and get to the point quick and we want the results now. So, and uh, again, that's why it does so well. So you really need to know how to optimize those reels in particular to mm-hmm. a- actually attract the right audience. Cause you can definitely get stuck in the viral trend yeah. where you, maybe you'll start posting reels that are viral, but they don't really have anything to do with your niche. So yeah. you either attract the wrong people or you'll get a bunch of views, but you get no followers, which is not what we're, I'm trying to get followers that, that turn into clients. And so yeah. I don't care about views so much. I just care about attracting the line clients.
1: So, important, um, especially on yeah. Instagram, because I think like, yeah. especially, especially with guys, right? Because it's kind of like, if you're a good looking girl, and you put a, a photo up on reels or a video on reels, yeah, you get a whole heap of guys following you. But are they going to be your, <laughs> you know, they're going to be your ideal exactly. person, you know, and then it's exactly. going to get the algorithm wrong. And you know. so I think it's a, a very good point. It's not just about, you know, if yeah, it's not just about views, if you're a good looking person, all right, take your shirt off and, you know, do a reel, yeah, you get a heap of views, but is that necessarily going to lead to clients? Probably not.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's as simple as that too. It's just solve their problem, give them something very tangible they can take away immediately, and your reels will start to do better. And that's the way I go about reels and since I personally like reels and they've tr- contributed a lot to my growth and they've gotten me clients and all of that, then I I kind of um I make sure that I have a good amount every week when I'm going to plan. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you have your carousels and your single posts and there are su- a surprisingly large amount of people who still find you through the explore page and through hashtags. Mm-hmm. For me, it's mainly the explore page, which is very interesting. And so, I actually get a good amount of followers. Sometimes more from carousels than reels. Surprisingly, if wow. the carousel just happened to do better.
1: Is it now? Just so I can get my head around it, a carousel is that just multiple photos in the one yes. post? Okay, cool.
0: Yes. So yeah, it's gonna be multiple. And and the reason why those are so good, because there's multiple images on that post, it's really algorithm friendly because people Mm. are reading it and the longer they spend your content, it tells Instagram that, okay, this is a good piece of content. You just have to also know, you know, how do I optimize this so that people want to read it? It's so much better than a caption, in my opinion, because I don't read captions, but when it comes to graphics and the way you edit it, you can really make it. Like people have to read it and just, it's so easy to read. And those do so well for me because of that.
1: It's, it's a similar philosophy, I guess, to the reels, right? Where it's so quick and especially on Instagram, that caption, is just so small and spaced together and it's it's so difficult to read, you know, it doesn't, and and I think because Instagram is such a visual app, you're just not really on there to read, you know, Um, but those sort of carousels. I like the ones where it's just, there's five words on the one thing, you know, there's five words you suck me in with the headline and then you give me, you know, maybe five tips over, you know, five different slides or whatever it is. It's very easy to consume, you know, And it's, it's, it's in a way it's dumbing it down, but I think it's what you need for social media, right? It's like the the dumb version on social media. And then if you want more in depth buy my course or hire me as a coach or whatever it may be.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so visual. And I always tell people, like, you could have a really good message, but if you're not presenting it well, no one's going yeah. to actually read it. They're not going to care. Yeah. It's really about teaching complex topics in really easy ways. So you have to understand how to do that very well on Instagram in order to, you know, attract those people. Cause if you're bombarding them with all this information, it's just going to overwhelm them and no one's going to want to read that or it's kind of gives you a headache. You know, I don't want to read all that information. I just wanted to consume small chunks.
1: All right, I want to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsor, which is the Book Writing Blueprint, which is hosted by my friend, Jesse Buyer. Now, if you're a course creator, I'm sure the thought has crossed your mind before. Ooh, should I write an online book? How do I write an online book? Where are the What are the benefits? Where do I start? If that's the case, this is the program for you because Jesse's created it. It's not just any, you know, how to author a book program. It's catered specifically for the online entrepreneur service provider course creator. So the process will therefore be easy for you to write. And easy for people, then the book will be easy for people to read as well. And the whole goal is so that you can share your message more and also increase your business revenue too. And the best part, it's currently on special. If you go via the link in the show notes, my link down there, you're going to get it for just $37 plus you get a whole heap of bonuses as well. I'm not going to read them all out here, but if you, you go to the website there, there's going to be bonuses that help you with um, help with the selection of your book topic, help you edit your manuscript, um, writing prompts to get inspired. There's all these videos with other authors, a whole heap of good stuff there. So link is in the show notes. Check it out. I'll go deeper as well. Here's what I found in the course creator space, right? If you want to win in the course creator space, most, you're probably going to be targeting people that, how can I put it, that aren't super educated, right? Because most people that are super educated, they think they can do it on their own. Whether they can or not is a different story, but their sort of philosophy is no, I'm smart enough to, because to, their identity is smart people, right? So they're so kind of like, no, I'm smart enough to figure this out myself. Why am I going to pay Jono? I can figure it out on myself. Why am I going to pay Molly? You know, I can read a blog or whatever it may be. So I try not even to target those those kinds of people, right? I want to target the people that, that are sort of, I don't want to say a, a dumb mindset, but the people that are open for help that are kind of like, you know what, man, this Instagram thing, this is super overwhelming. Maybe I could figure it out on myself, but it's going to be so much easier if I just reach out to Molly and she teaches me how to do it. I think they're the better people to target, right? And I think to target people like that, the whole, and to be honest, I think any teaching, especially coming from the course creator side of things, I think the key to to being a good teacher is to be able to uh, explain something to someone simply, right? Because, the way i look at it from i know we're getting a bit off topic but it's a good it's a good point for course creation right it's kind of like if you don't like to learn something you, you don't know what it is right and for someone to teach you what they're essentially doing is saying hey you know you know this thing over here that you already know i've got to make this new thing sound like this thing that you already know and, and compare that that's essentially what teaching is you know so i think if you can do that on instagram in, in the simple way you're gonna win
0: Yes. Yes. And there's a way to do that simply kind of trying to attract different types of people. And that's all in content strategy. Mm. That's where that comes into play. Because if you're just sharing like, oh, how to do this or hacks, like you're not always going to attract the right people either, which is mm. interesting. You also have to know, well, what mistakes and what misconceptions do they, do they oh. think? So people who feel that they know what they're talking about, you have to call them out as well. Because that makes them think, oh, because I'm like, if you're not getting the results, then then you don't know what to do. You need help. And we need to humble ourselves to realize that we don't know everything. And that's fine. Like, learn from someone else. Like, you're always, I'm always learning.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there's some good sort of growth tips. Um, branding tips, Molly. What do, what do you mean by branding type posts?
0: Yeah. So this is, so this is kind of like my take on it. The way I do content strategy, the personal brand I made prominent because it really sets you apart from people. Mm. The thing that people come to me and they say, you are always in my head with your content. And I want to know how to do that with my content. How do I make people feel like I'm speaking to them and personal brand? I made it its own because it really helps us understand how we do that. And what you, with personal brand, it's like, it's so much more than your colors and like the aesthetic of your feed and everything that honestly helped me a little bit, but it's not really what I'm specifically talking about. I'm talking about how to really stand out from your competitors and show like your brand value, your, your values as a coach or creator versus someone else's. And so when it comes to personal brand, what I mean is it's really important that you were also sharing your journey because this helps to inspire people and your journey is not like anyone else's. And so you're not going to it's you're definitely going to stand out by just, you know, being yourself and sharing what you went through your struggles. That's why I also I'll get clients signing up with me because they appreciated how I was open. They felt like they knew and understood me. And then I would, therefore, to be able to understand them. So when you can get to on their level, then that really helps, you know, really strengthen that relationship with your audience. Um, and then the other thing with personal brand is incorporating your values, like I was mentioning before, is to really, because I could be like, a, I, I could go on Instagram and just be like, "Oh, thirty hashtags." Well, I guess now it's like three to five, and just give people basic. Is it
1: out of? Is it out of curiosity? I know it's. I know this is. It's enough topic, (laughs) but is it three to five now? Is it?
0: It's yeah. I don't. I don't pay attention to those kind of things. I still. I've been using thirty hashtags, anyways. Most people least. That's
1: the least of your worries, right?
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And real, and that's not honestly even my biggest. When it comes to hashtags, yes, they're like more of. The icing on the cake, yeah. I don't use that as my main strategy yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. If your content's yeah. not good, then those don't even matter.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, sorry yeah. to interrupt there. So yeah, no, keep yeah. up. So were saying it's not just about going on there and posting basic tips, right?
0: Yeah. So you don't want to be like a Wikipedia of tips. You want to <laughs> do... <laughs> love that. Because I could go and Google search that and I don't need your, like, I don't, people don't need me to tell them that. Like most yeah. people I notice who are be, my clients already have a general understanding of, of stuff like that. It's not really going to help. So you want to bring your own take onto things. And so just actually, for example, like I was just talking about with hashtags, not everyone actually agrees with me on that. I I Mm -hmm. actually made a post where I talked about why hashtags don't matter Mm -hmm. And it definitely got a little bit of a, a reaction. I've done that a few times with other posts and it yeah. always tends to do better for me, which is very interesting, like being like slightly controversial, yeah, but I consider that part of my personal brand because I'm saying yeah. something different yeah. in my personal belief and yeah. giving that explanation. And
1: you can get people on your side, you know, people, yeah. like, oh, she's right. You know, I did this course and they told me to do 30 hashtags and I didn't grow shit, you know, yeah, I'm try exactly. and hold this thing, you know, and it doesn't matter. Maybe some people have used hashtags and it has worked. Great. Okay, they might not might not do Molly's program, uh, but it is speaking to that that person that's more aligned with you. You know, and you're kind exactly. of like, well, if your biggest issue is, you know, how much hashtags to use, I'm not the coach for you. You know,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and that's the thing that helps you also attract those aligned clients to you when you're being specific in what you your values and what you what you're about, because you'll then you'll attract people who strongly like they want to work with you because of the, your strong opinions. Yes. So it's really, it's really important to have that, especially if you're a coach for sure.
1: Yeah. And a course creator too. hundred percent. Yeah.
0: If you have any digital product or any, like if you have some sort of online educator, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That makes sense. Sales. What do we do there, Molly? Is that just the straight up? Hey, I got this special, you know, I've, I've been giving you this good stuff. Now I got this special, you know, attend my webinar or buy my course. What, what are sales types posts? Apple, iHeartRadio or simply click on the link in the show notes below.
0: So sales, I have a different strategy for this because Ooh. in my opinion this is very it's just different because you're you're really wanting, you know, you have to be very strategic in this. Mm. So depending on what you're selling or what like how you're selling, so let's say you want to sell Um, like your service every week, or you want to do a launch phase, you kind of have to determine which way you're going to sell and like how you want to sell. But the main thing I think about when it comes to content and selling is you really need to understand the mistakes people are making. And you also need to understand the goal they're wanting to achieve in order Mm -hmm. to to properly sell. So knowing those two things are really going to help you because it sort of fills that gap your content should have been doing that already, meaning fill the gap, meaning you're you're making them aware of what they need, what they're missing. But I mainly do that in, when I'm selling. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing a launch phase, I'll make sure I have multiple mistake type posts um, where I'm sharing, you know, if you want this result, then you need to stop doing this. And then I present my, my offer is the solution. And then usually um, I'll do this, you know, you can also have more of a direct selling method where you're just like, hey, this is the last day to book um, or whatever it is. Like just, you know, you, you have a mixture in your stories or in your posts. I've actually seen people do this many different ways where they only sell in on their stories and their posts mm-hmm. are just regular or they do a mixture. There's so many different ways to do it, but I usually like to kind of, you know, keep it hand in hand, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: I've, the, the, the few times I've used Instagram to sell, I feel more comfortable doing it in the story Cause I feel a bit, ah, if I do it in my feed and no one comments, you know, everyone's going to be like, ah, this guy's a loser. No one wants to buy his thing, but if I do it in the stories, no one's going to know if I've, um, so maybe that's why, you know, and it's not, I'm not saying that's a good strategy, you know, but it's just like, that might be what some of the users, um, that are doing, doing it like that. If if they've got my mindset there. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, stories are you?
0: good too because you most of your warm audience is in there, so you can kind of directly talk to them. So that's another reason that stories are really effective.
1: Yes, awesome. Okay, cool. So that was a really good tip there with with a goal. Um, what about in terms of, I guess, um, I don't know I'll hand it over to you actually. So all right now we've got our our goal. What's the next thing we want to focus on?
0: For for selling, right.
1: Uh, oh, sorry, just for, for content in general now. So let's say, right, you know, before we do any post, we're going to be like, all right, you know, why are we doing this? Is it for growth? Is it for brand? Is it for sales? What's sort of the next thing that right. would come into someone's mind there?
0: Okay. Yeah. So in terms of strategizing and knowing what works and what, like how to put that into like, I guess, your calendar and okay, mm. well, what, when am I going to do what? Because that's mm. the biggest thing people have a problem with. They get the general idea, but then they want to know how to plug it in Yeah. Um, is you need to kind of have a mixture. So with sales, you really need to first understand like when, like you need to understand the goal. Like when do I want to sell this many spots by,
1: yeah, right? Yeah, like you need
0: to right. understand like how this is gonna bring you money. Cause we get caught up in in followers and likes yeah. and then we forget about how to actually monetize that. So you need to kind of understand, well, what is my per Like what, by what date do I want what and what do I have to do to get there? Yeah, and lovely. so let's say that you want to promote something in a month and you know that you really need to warm up your audience. Cause that's going to be the main thing you cannot sell unless you have that warm audience first. Yeah. Otherwise it will be very difficult to sell. You probably wouldn't yeah. even sell anything.
1: <laughs> you've never, you know, you haven't posted in, in a month and then you got this yeah. launch. Yeah. I better post on my Instagram. You're getting yeah. nothing.
0: Yeah. Not going to work. People yeah. are gonna be like, excuse me, who are you? Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, you have to really give before you get. That's the thing people are worried about. Why do I want to give away all my information? I'm like, or give away everything. I'm like, no, I gave and gave. And that is what helped me grow fast. Cause I know that someone else can go to YouTube and look up the same thing. So why am I going to hold back on that? Like, I just want to be, and if someone doesn't need my help there, that my free content helped them and then they figured it out, then they're not the right. Yeah, client for me. Like, I want to work with people who genuinely, generally need help. Genuinely need help.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll so, piggyback off of that as well, right? Say someone like me. If I'm following, even now, I'm listening to this podcast, and I'm like, I think I'm going to hire Molly. You know, I think she knows what she's talking <laughs> about. Even though I could probably go on your Instagram and scroll through your past things and, and get most of the stuff. This is kind of right. like. I can't be bothered doing that. I want to go straight to the source, you know, or if it's it's a course, because that's, I think if it's a coach, that's a good analogy. If it's like, man, I don't want to just read this free stuff. Like I actually want to speak to her and she tells me how to do it. If it's a course, it can kind of be like, yeah, all right. Someone could follow you for, let's say, let's say a course creator. Maybe they've got, I don't know. um, Let's just keep it simple. Let's say they've got one course and that course has five modules in it. And each one of those modules has maybe three units right? So there's, you know, 15 subjects, I guess you could say there you could, you could make, even if it's just one post from each of those things there and the course creators like, all right, right. You know, I'm going to pick out one of these topics here and do a post about it on Instagram. And they do one a week over 15 weeks. Someone like me, I'm not waiting 15 weeks to, to get everything in, in, in. I want it right now. So I can implement <laughs> it right now. So I think it's a, another way to look at it, you know?
0: Yeah. And you get like the step-by-step
1: yeah, like
0: actual like what you do in order and how to apply it specifically because a lot of my stuff like yes it can help people but sometimes it's kind of broad because i don't know like everyone is still different and like when you work with someone one-on-one or you get their course mm-hmm. you get way more tangible advice yeah. it's just always going to be different a different yeah. story when you're yeah for sure um awesome but yeah so, so, we'll so- let's,
1: let's let's summarize that for a sec there so it's kind of like Let's say you're a course creator. I guess the first thing is: is it a launch or is it an evergreen? Right? Is it like, all right, cool. You know, I'm launching on, you know, January the first. Okay, cool. That's the date I'm launching. Now I need to reverse engineer and be like, all right, you know, how how um, when do I need to start sort of warming up my audience? And just a quick question there, Molly: Is there an answer for that? Is it like, hey, if you haven't spent three months warming up your audience don't even or is it one month okay or or does it depend what can you give us any uh, guidance there
0: to be honest there's no way to specifically tell because you can yeah. get a ready to buy audience in a month if you if you really know how to do it and yeah. if you're but if you can only post three times a week it might take a little longer because you gotcha. really need to be very active and top of mind in yeah. order to do that And so the thing is, I also push myself. I have to post five times a week or I have to get that post out there. Even if something happened and I didn't get it all created beforehand, I make it like a priority, even if I'm doing it when I'm really don't feel like it, like, it's just a priority to me. Yeah. So, yeah. So with that said, if you have like, you know, something coming up in a month that you want to sell, just really focusing on understanding your audience more is going to really help you um, to get there a lot quicker. And so the, I guess what I usually focus on is growth and nurturing and there's no right or wrong. You just plug mm-hmm. that into your strategy. You pick, okay, what, how many of this post, how many maybe reels or how many carousels, or, you know, how many, um, you know, how to posts, you know, just depending on which way your mind works. There's a there's many different strategies that I work on with clients. Um, but you kind of go from there and it's very important that you also study, you know, you study your competitors because you really understand, you can see what works. The information is already there for you. It's not about copying, it's just about understanding what your audience wants to get, like what they're wanting in, a, in an account and just emulating that in your own way. Um, and really understanding how to, you know, lost my train of thought here. (laughs) Um, I've
1: I've got a question. This, I don't know how to ask this question, but I'll just, I'll, I'll bring it out there and let me know if you can um, give him some tip there in terms of like, I guess, um, ideas of, of things to post, right? How does a a creator, a course creator, how do they sort of come up with these ideas? Does that need to be inside there? Have you got any framework? Like, do you know what I mean? If, If there's a creator listening to this and they're like, yeah, great. But do I just, post how-tos from my course every day or like you know yeah any any, is there any do you have a framework for that at all I guess is what I'm asking there or any tips
0: yeah honestly a lot of what like the ideas that come are from market research and so like having a list that you've created that you're constantly adding to and, and putting into like understanding, like the way I categorize it to make it so much easier is I think, okay, what mistakes are people making? And I will write a list out yeah. and I'll add to it throughout the week. If I feel like I've, you know, someone had mentioned something to me and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize they were making this mistake. And then I'll add it. And I have this like forever list of things I bounce back to.
1: Yeah. Are they, um, oh, and are they you- always mistakes?
0: No. So here's just to make it a lot easier. I, I always, you bounce back from these types of post ideas. There's mistakes, yeah. there's how to's, how I's, and there's myths type post yeah. from each one. You really want to fill and understand out, like fill out and understand what each, like what your ideal client is actually like what mistakes are making, what for how to you want to understand the goals they're wanting to achieve so that, that then you can actually show them that, you know, about these topics and you can continue always creating content effectively. It's just about putting into play, seeing what works, checking your analytics, like, wow, this one worked way more. I'm going to add more of these into that. And just like continuing to grow because you can't be a really good content creator off the bat. You have to learn your audience and you have to just, honestly, it's, I, I think, uh quantity over quality at first that's just because yeah. there's no way to be good until you continue you to do it
1: reps in. yeah
0: yeah exactly
1: like it's like podcasting you know it's kind of like your first podcast is going to be crap you know you got <laughs> you got to do like 15 20 of them before you get good you know so it's yeah. kind of like all right if you're doing one a month great you know it's going to take you two years before you're good if you're doing you know one a day to start off with okay a couple weeks now you're good you know then you can go into it so i love that but no you yeah. answer that perfectly. That's exactly what I was sort of wondering. Cause that's how that's how my brain works. My brain sort of works in tables, I guess. Where it's like, I yeah. oh, got a post on Instagram. What do I do? Just come up with a million different ideas. But if I look at it like that, it's kind of like, all right, I've even got a table that I wrote down on this this piece of paper here, where it's like mistakes, how to, how I, myths. And what I'm even thinking is I could I could come up with 10 on each, right? I can find 10 common mistakes. 10 how-to's, 10 how-i's, 10 myths. There's 40 posts, right?
0: Boom, yeah, exactly.
1: And then I'm guessing I could probably even go deeper, right? Because it's kind of like, let's say I've got these 10 mistakes. Maybe I've got a few different ways I can explain the solution because it might be like, you know, hey, here's the – maybe I do one as a, a video, You know, maybe I do one as a photo, maybe I do one as the the carousel, maybe I do one as a reel. So even though it's, there's just that one piece of content, you can get it out there a few different ways. Would you, what's your take on that?
0: Yeah, you can actually generate so many content just from one content idea. Yeah, Like you said, um, that's something I also work on is you know, you take one struggle and you can make that one struggle into a how to, you can make it into a mistake type post, you can make it into a myth. And then you can also make it that into a carousel or a reel, or you could say in a different way, or you can say, you can, you know, talk about three tips, or you can talk about one of the tips and repetition is key. People also feel like they have to, um, have like really good content. I mean, yes, good content important, but they think they have to like be so creative every single time. So that makes them not actually post. I'm like, no, no, no. Simplicity is key. Repetition is key. I'm saying the same things over and over again in different ways.
1: And even then it's like, I checked my Instagram this morning. I've already forgotten what you posted. You know, I know I think it was a exactly. real, but like I can't remember what's on there, you know, so like I yeah. only could post that exact same thing in six months time. I would have forgotten about it. Or maybe I'm in a different stage. Maybe I wasn't interested in Instagram then. Now I am now. So yeah, I think yeah. that's, important um molly i want to be sensitive of your time um and also because i made a stuff up with the time you know the clocks change it's it's early november at the time we're recording this the clocks changed and i made a bit of a stuff up um but that was awesome molly just uh just to remind everyone if they want to hear more about you the best place to go is your instagram is that right
0: yes it's Mollymansky.co
1: awesome and you've got your free guide on there which is your content strategy guide people can check that out
0: yes it should help you kind of put everything we talked about into just an easy strategy
1: well i'm going to download it as soon as i finish the next podcast uh molly that's pretty much all i wanted to cover today was there anything i should have asked you but didn't or anything you want to finish us off with
0: no not at all just if you are stuck creating content i just want to say because it's happened so many times just create something put something out there it does not have to be perfect you look at my first post they weren't very good um yeah just keep learning and growing
1: awesome thank you for your time molly
0: thank you thanks so much for listening to this episode of the course creator community podcast if you're enjoying the show Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.